Alright, welcome to Monday Fun Day. <laughs> <laughs> Recording Central. Uh, welcome, welcome to Facebook Live, peoples. Hey, that is not John Donahue uh, across from me, believe it or not. That <laughs> is Raphael from TheMouse.com. Uh, our dear friend John is out on a business trip, and as always, my other co-host with the mostest is sitting across from me. Hey, everybody. Uh, Raphael, tell everybody about uh, your website and what you got uh, going on over there so they can go check you out, too. Yeah, definitely. TheMouse.com, D-A-M-O-U-S-E.com. And uh, right now, just covering Epcot, all the new changes there. Mm. Uh, definitely got Epcot Forever and you mm. know, the new construction. Mm. Definitely, my recommendation is everybody has to go see the model and what they're doing for yeah. that. So I've heard they, that. It's really, really nice what they did. Yeah. Kind I'm of, hoping to go this week. Kind of built like a little Circle Vision th- theater kind of mm. for the, around the model, and it's yeah. it's pretty impressive. I wasn't, uh, from the pictures I've seen, I wish they made it f- flat like Epcot is. not So that it was easier to see? Yeah, not this topographical weird thing that they made. Because Epcot's flat. Florida's flat. <laughs> to be fair, they are. Remember, they're gonna. This gr- way, you could get like that bird's like if I. Oh, I'm I'm totally with you, but it's yeah. not it's it's not really meant to be a like a real model. It's meant mm. to be like something that they projection map yeah. to to put like cool niceties on. Yeah. It's yada, n- yada, blah blah blah. Exactly. <laughs> but um, what I will say is they are gonna grade Epcot a little bit, mm. right? Aren't I mean from yeah. what we've heard, mm-hmm. you're gonna walk up kind of like you do now around yeah. Spaceship Earth, and they're gonna give you that vista, right? into the garden that right. they're building. Right. All right, let's hit it. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Park Hopper John from WDWParkHoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, in today's show, we have news about PhotoPass archive storage. Sounds like a redundancy. (laughs) Disney Halloween discounts at Disney Springs and Downtown Disney. And then Disney decided to give us a whole new website with their plant-based menus on it. Uh, We have news about meetups. Really news about meetups because we're making a, a change. Uh, trivia and so much more in this week's show. All right, Raphael, you ready to get it? What did you went to? Uh, you did some Disney stuff this weekend, right? What did you do this weekend that was interesting? Well, I was doing uh, Epcot Forever, which I yeah, I thought it was a good show. I mean, it's kites are okay. Kites are okay, especially when the <laughs> the ignition happens and you have uh, for the fireworks yeah. coming off of them. Yeah, it's nice to hear the classic music in mm. Epcot again. Mm. I do wonder what it is like for a new person to Epcot who's never been to Epcot mm. hearing oh, this. Oh, see that. Mm. Because like veggie, veggie, fruit, fruit. The, like They're it, like, where do I hear that? I have I have <laughs> people that have loved Epcot and yeah, still sure. don't remember that. Really? Yeah. I was also surprised that they played uh, some of uh, Tomorrow's Child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was kind of cool back in the day, but I don't think it's cool now. <laughs> that's the thing about the show is that it's cool it's definitely an homage for people it's like hey we're going to change Epcot forever yeah 
So here's Epcot Forever. Right, right. <laughs> and it's not even, the show's not even forever. It's going to be like for 18 months and mm-hmm. then it's gone. Yeah. You know, until Harmonious comes out. Uh, I went, uh, I did a dessert party at uh, the Hollywood Studios uh, after park close with uh, Mark Silverman. Um, So I got to ride the Tower of Terror with Mark Silverman. That's awesome. Which is fun. Uh, This is the second time I've (laughs) I've rode the Tower of Terror with Mark Silverman. Uh, This time uh, was a little bit different. uh, The first time I did it, they actually cut off the spiel. Uh, in our tower, and Mark did it live while we were in the. Wow, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, this time they didn't do that, so it wasn't as fun. But it was still, it's still fun. Uh, we're uh, we have trivia this week, and this is what we're giving away. This is a signed uh, picture of Mark uh, sitting at the the front desk of uh, the Hollywood what a cool Hotel. What? What a cool photo! Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're giving this away on today's. Um, uh, trivia. So, if you want to win this, you'll have to answer this week's uh, trivia question, which is going to be fun. Uh, the other thing that uh, Mark gave us was a, and not the real one, obviously, but he gave us a, 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 a copy of the voiceover script with his notes on it. <clears throat> so, uh, if anybody ever wants to see the entire real script, <laughs> uh, call me. No. Uh, no, send me an email. Maybe I'll see if I can scan it in, and then uh, you all can see it that way. Because it's only on paper, so I can burp, 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 scan it in and send you copies, or we'll post it. Maybe, maybe I'll do that. Post it on the Facebook, on the Facebook. Uh, I think that's it. Uh, you ready to get into the news? Let's do it. And now Disney Parks Podcast News. All right. Uh, hey, don't forget to go visit our great partners over at Destination to Travel. Best travel service. It's free of charge to you. No obligation. Fill out the form. Get a quote. You don't like it. You move on with your life. That's the way things roll. But they are the best. They can help you with all of your trip, European wedding, destination weddings, cruises, any type of travel experience that you're looking for, business or pleasure, they can help you and plan your vacation so that you get the best bang for your dollar. And there may be discounts that you don't see online, you know, that are given to uh, travel partners of Disney or maybe through cruise line partners. So you want to give them a call. Maybe they can save you a dime or two. There are now two promotions going on that are hotcakes. One is you can save up to 25% on select resorts, uh, plus there's a gift card, I think, and some other uh, things like that. We posted on our blog that discount. And then the second discount is for Florida residents, and we can save up to 35%. Wow. Uh, they figure, well, they live here. Let's give them a little extra. <laughs> Uh, so both of these discounts are posted. You can see all the details on our website. Uh, if you want to get the form, go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel, and fill out the form, and they will get in touch with you. All right. I thought this came from the Office of Redundancy. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, my girlfriend, I showed her this when, when you get, handed me the notes and she thought something similar. Yeah. So now Disney's introduced a new PhotoPass Archive USB storage device. Okay. So if you have the tendency to take thousands of photos during your Walt Disney World vacation, and we all do, you'll be glad to know that Disney PhotoPass service has introduced a new way to store them all. Guests who have purchased the Memory Maker or have a Walt Disney World Resort annual pass with a Disney PhotoPass download benefit can now purchase a Disney PhotoPass archive USB for $34.95 plus tax and shipping. And then with this new device, all of your Disney PhotoPass photos and videos are all viewable in your Disney account at the time of purchase and will be loaded then onto the USB that's an easy way for you to store and share. The device can only be purchased at DisneyWorld.com forward slash PhotoPass and only guests with memory makers or a Walt Disney World annual pass with the PhotoPass benefit can purchase one. Now, <clears throat> listen, I don't want to make your life more difficult as a pass holder, but literally, you can go to your pass holder account and download any pictures you want to your own and USB. store it on your own Amazon device for like nine ninety five, <laughs> or in the cloud and bypass this whole thirty four ninety five USB that they're trying to sell you. I'm not. I don't. I don't get how this is going to help me or make my life easier. I was thinking like. Is it you just plug this in and just start sucking all your PhotoPass account stuff to this drive? This I've, is literally like in the park they're giving it to you, right? No, you have to buy it online. Oh, and this, this is being shipped to your house? Yeah, you can only buy it at DisneyWorld.com forward slash PhotoPass, and it's thirty four ninety five. Yeah, you're right. So I, yeah, I don't get this at all. You know. Now, the mem- if you're not a pass holder, I get it. Your memory maker, yes, you're going to want to get all those things off that memory maker thing that they give you. And I don't think they do that easily. So, yes, for the memory maker thing, completely understand. But as a pass holder, when I go to the parks that night, go to my account, download, 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 cloud, storage, boom, done, saved. Okay, thank you, Disney. See, I when I read and the, yeah. I'm going to give you the big secret of the day. Shh. Make sure nobody's listening. Uh-oh. If you have family and friends, if you're an annual pass holder with the photo pass benefit, and your family and friends coming. You should definitely not say this. <laughs> Go. <laughs> make sure that they become your friends on your My Disney Experience because then all the pictures that they take with characters come into your account where you can download and then send it to them for free. And there goes the end of that loophole. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> they don't listen to the show on Mondays. <laughs> it takes them a while to catch up. <laughs> okay. We'll hash that out. <laughs> so that's my secret that I'm telling all of my friends here on Facebook. <laughs> Write that one down, guys. Because I had somebody uh, not that long ago came down, him and his girlfriend, took all these great pictures, but... They didn't feel like buying the memory no, maker. No, it's too much money. But they were my friend on my... Of course. I said, oh, so just look through them all. Just tell me the ones you want. I'll download them. And I'll, I zipped them all up and I gave them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
they need to make a, a cheaper memory maker. Like uh, even for pass holders or for Florida residents, something because yeah. like I've wanted to purchase it many, many times, but I'm not going to purchase it for one day for $60 or that, that at the lowest end or whatever it is. It's right. way too much. Right. I agree. I, so what do you think this is for? I think it's, it, it'll help the memory maker people more than it will help an annual pass holder. I don't think it's made for us. It's really, it really should be for them. All right. So the next story I think is pretty cool. Mm. We're getting a reimagined Twilight Zone Tower of Terror attraction at Disneyland Paris, which includes new storylines, more chills and thrills. You may want to win that. <laughs> so basically, they've completely uh, re- rethemed in some areas uh, the Tower of Terror, which has been happening kind of in every single Tower of Terror was mm. rumored to have in here, but right. we pushed back quite enough. Yeah. Um, but... I think most people will like the changes that happen in, in Disneyland Paris. So a whole new dimension of chills has dropped into Twilight Zone Tower of Terror this fall at Walt Disney Studios Park at Disneyland Paris. Tom Fitzgerald, senior creative director of Walt Disney Imagineering, shared with us a first-hand account of the three new storylines he and his team brought to this iconic attraction. From the start, storytelling has been central to the success of Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. The whole idea of the attraction was to place the guests into the storyline of an episode of the series. So you have the library scene where guests would learn the backstory of what happened so many years ago and then be invited to board those same service elevators to cross in over to the Twilight Zone. Now Imagineers have expanded that storyline with a new story that has this little creepy girl, by the way. Right. She's pretty cool. <laughs> now Imagineers have expanded the storyline, sequences that offer more chills and thrills for this classic attraction, and this special edition of the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is unique to Disneyland Paris. I think that was the big uh, reason for the change is to give it, you know, now you have the one in at Disney's California Adventure has Guardians. Right. This one now has its own little flair. Yep. And obviously Tower, the original, the best one is here. Yep. The behind the scenes story of this new edition actually began years ago at Disney's Hollywood Studios Park uh, when Imagineers created the Fury Drop, the new ride profiles uh, for this ride here in Orlando. And for Disneyland Paris, the Imagineering t- team took it one step further by not only adding new, more thrilling ride profiles, but adding new story sequences that extend the original story. And that's where I was talking about that creepy girl, which I'm going to mention now. The television sequence in the library scene of that attraction features a cast of characters that includes a rather precocious young girl. In this new version of the show, the girl becomes a starring character on the ride, warning us not to cross over into the Twilight Zone. Mm. So I may have seen a video that may have uh, been posted on YouTube. Right. And sh- spoiler alert, she tells you not to scream right before you're about to drop. Oh, really? Or, you know, fly up, obviously. Huh. So Interesting. That's, that's a, it's such a cool little moment. Yeah. When we fail to heed her warning, thrills follow. The Imagineering team also added new illusions, media sequences, and audio sa- soundtracks to create not one, but three different show and ride sequences for the attraction. I definitely would recommend everyone uh, go and check out the the ad for this Ooh. because I, I think they did just a phenomenal job. They have mm. what seems like an original song that they created right, right. and they have like a jazz band in that, in that library scene uh, with a female singer uh, belting a, the song. And then they have one of the bellhops come in and also like chime in with the music. And it's just, right. it's a really well done. Ad. Huh. I'll have to go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Raph. Uh, last week we had a trivia question. Let's see if you know the answer to this. In Tokyo Disneyland, 
their train makes one stop and one stop only. Do you know where it is? I definitely wouldn't if I hadn't looked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it makes only one stop, and it's the second floor of the Jungle Cruise a load area and unload building. So that's it. One stop, one stop only. I would have never guessed that. No, either. no yeah. way. Uh, and we had nobody answer that correctly, unfortunately. All right. This week's trivia to win this lovely picture. And notice it does not have my name on it. I told him don't put my name because I'm going to give it away. Because I already have uh, some Mark stuff. <laughs> I don't need more Mark stuff. All right. The clip of the film in which Rod Serling introduces the attraction was taken from what Twilight Zone episode? So when you go in the library room, you see the whole it's intro. Iconic. That was stolen, and I just watched it this week just to make sure it was the right one uh, because it, I don't believe everything I read on the Internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> make sure – not. I mean, it should have more told me what it was. I should have believed him, but I just wanted to see it for myself. Uh, tell us the name of that clip. Go to uh, send us an email at DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com with the correct answer only. All right, we have another contest going this week. Uh, I think it ends uh, this weekend. Uh, we're giving away a uh, $20, $20, $20 uh, food and wine gift card wristlet. You know, it's a little thing you put on your wrist with the little cards. You Best thing ever Disney ever invented. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody should have one. And keep it. Don't throw it away when food and wine is over because yeah, you can reload it, it every mm-hmm. time you come down, which I think is the best part. Uh, go to Facebook.com. It's pinned at the top of the page. Facebook.com forward slash Disney Park Podcast. Go check that out. Uh, we did two great shows for our Patreons, our Extra Magic and our Extra Magic Hour. Plus, uh, plus, plus. Yeah, plus, plus. <laughs> uh, if you want to become a Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, we have some great uh, gifts. If you want those extra shows, you need to be at the $5 level. So $5 gets you two extra, extra Magic Hour shows each week, including this one. That's three. They're fun. Yeah. Uh, so go check that out. All right, at Disney Springs and Downtown Disney, uh, Disney is laying out some Halloween discounts and offerings. So make this a good spooky time for you. Uh, This is the spookiest time of the the year. (laughs) There's so many Halloween discounts. (laughs) I won't do that. Uh, (laughs) uh, Walt Disney World and Disneyland uh, 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 has a bunch. Uh, Let's see. So you can join the fun first at Enzo's Hideaway and Tunnel Bar. Go to the Tunnel Bar. Don't go to Enzo's at Disney Springs. <laughs> uh, come dressed as your favorite Prohibition-era character. Like, how many Prohibition, famous Prohibition characters were there? <laughs> I can think of two, three off the top of my head. Uh, and come on either Friday, October 26th or Saturday, October 27th, and you can receive a 25% discount on gourmet tunnel bar dishes and swanky libations. Bootleggers, gangsters, flapsters, jazz icons, and all the guests' costumes are welcome at the Speakeasy in their secret world of the transatlantic smuggling model after the glitzy and glamour roaring 20s. 
Then on Friday, October 26th and Saturday the 27th, the Edison is holding an annual co- uh, costume contest. Guests are encouraged to come dressed in their most frightful attire and get ready for a bone-chilling good time from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. All the spooky spirits, monsters, ghosts, and ghouls are invited to partake. Guests who come in a costume will enjoy a another 25% discount on food offerings to sink their fangs into on this wickedly delicious beverages all night long. No ticket necessary, but advanced dining reservations are a good idea. So that's two places uh, at Disney Springs, uh, both doing the same thing, both by the same company, the Pantina Group. <laughs> then over on the West Coast, uh, the Cattail and Uva Bar and Cafe in downtown Disney Springs will be offering a ghoulish good discount leading up to Halloween. Enjoy a free dessert such as a candy shop Sunday when you show your Halloween costume with the purchase of an entree. Uh, the Cattail in Uva Bar and Cafe on Thursdays, uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays and Sundays throughout the month of October. The promotion will continue through October 31st. So that's not too shabby. Yeah. I think 25% discount without buying an entree is a good deal. The Tunnel Bar's got some good stuff. They've got good, much better food, than, I think, than Enzo's. Um, oh, oh for 6 there, so. Wow. Yeah. You, you're persistent. Oh Persistently stupid. <laughs> you know, what's the, uh, the uh, definition of insanity? Yeah, Doing the same thing over and over and yeah. expecting different results? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was us. All right. What's next? So next is of my favorite theme park, uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Ooh. So they're getting hot the decor Ooh. after 20 years. Halloween <laughs> or Christmas? Christmas, Christmas. Yeah, okay. uh, Walt Disney World just shared a behind-the-scenes look at the new holiday decor that guests can expect to see at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park this holiday season. Guests who visit Discovery Island will find a celebration of winter that's been handcrafted by the community of artists who live here. White holiday decorations and animal-inspired luminaries will line the rooftops. So to give you an idea, it's going to look kind of like Rivers of Light, you know, the white lantern mm. kind of style look. Right. With the animals in that in those kind of shapes. Which I think that was... Obviously, they expected Rivers of Light to be mm. a runaway success. Yeah. And then... Uh, I think it ran away, but not to success. No. No, definitely <laughs> not. And then, obviously, you have it in the... Uh, what's the high, the name of the high-end restaurant? The Joe Rorty? Uh, Tiffin's. Tiffin's, thank you. Mm-hmm. So, Tiffin's has that in, that in theming as well. And I right. think this was, you know, the final combination of oh, that. Okay. So, at least they were trying to thematically yeah. weave it through. All right. Um, Took them a little time to catch up. Yeah. That's okay. So, white holiday decorations and animal-inspired luminaries will ri- line the rooftops as you walk into uh, Discovery Island, glowing in the evenings and during the day. During the day, artisan and sculpted pulp, uh, puppets, including reindeer, foxes, polar bears, penguins, and more can be seen. So they're actually going to interact with you during the day, Ooh. walk around in that area, hmm. which is going to be kind of interesting. The Tree of Life will awaken nightly. So this is cool. They're going to have a, you know themed ones on the Tree of Life right. theme shows uh, with wintry tales and holiday-inspired musical score coming to life with magic of nature and the spirit of the holidays. Guests will be able to see how the residents of Anandapur decorate the theater district in the celebration of Diwali, the holiday festival of lights in India, when they visit the Asia section of the park. So literally all these, uh, this is theming that's coming to every section, including Africa, which is kind of neat because... Is this going to scare the animals, all these lights? 
<laughs> and believe it or not, it, the, it's not even just uh, going to Asia, but it's also going to be in Pandora. Ooh. Because the people have taken their holiday traditions from Earth all the way to Pandora. Ooh. Yep. So you're going to have uh, glowing flowers, lanterns, and more will brighten the square between Ananda Bar Theater and the waterfront stage, home to authentic cultural performances. Hmm. The Africa section, as we mentioned, will offer new decor, and Dinoland USA will add a truckosaurus that will play holiday tunes. I believe they've had the truckosaurus um, in prior years, but st- mm. still, they they're have now they're going to have theming everywhere. Right. And guests can also find some of their favorite characters dressed in their best holiday decor and accessories. So basically, I think this is something that's long time due. Right. But I mean, I can tell you, Animal Kingdom is not a half day theme park anymore in the sense that mm. it's mobbed. It's yeah. so busy now. It's not like it used to be like before mm. Pandora. Right. And so it's it's about time they expand out their offerings to be basically more in line with what you expect yeah. at Disney resorts. And and Christmas is such an incredible season at the Disney parks. Right. Right. And you've had obviously you have a lack. Of Christmas after what happened with uh, Galaxy's Edge and taking away right. um, the yeah. Osborne family lights, so yeah. this is a good addition. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's not my favorite place to be uh, for Christmas. Except, well, any time of the year. Oh, uh, but January is usually a good time because it's a little bit cooler. Cooler, over there. yeah. So that's usually when I make my annual visit. <laughs> so you really like Animal Kingdom, right? <laughs> In January, once a year, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I have no use for it. <laughs> I can't get on uh, any of the e-ticket attractions. We're getting you on. We're gonna we're gonna get you on somehow. You know, I all right. I I I usually do Everest if they have the single rider open. Uh, Pandora is a complete bust. I I just recently, for the first time in forever, rode that flight of passage. Oh, you, and you didn't? Yeah, it was okay. It was great. I would love to see that technology used for other things like a, a Peter Pan attraction. Yeah. You know, imagine flying through London. No, definitely. I mean, you would yeah. not, you and I, I always say, you wouldn't build Magic Kingdom the yeah. way you built it before. Yeah. All right, next up, uh, I, I got to go try this because I think this is going to be great. Uh, the new Avengers reality experience is coming to the Void yeah, in have, downtown Disney. Have you done Void at all? Yeah. Okay, we did, did the uh, Star Wars one. I gotta go back and do Ralph. I'm so terrible. I've heard it. Eh. Yeah, the Star Wars one is uh, what yeah. I've heard is the best one. So uh, if you ask John, he won't come with me because all I did was shoot him and Sarah. Oh. They're like, you're supposed to be shooting everybody. Yeah, I know, but you guys are easier. <laughs> you're the one that throws the grenade at your own teammate. Yeah, exactly. They're like, stop shooting us. <laughs> We're losing points. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm hoping. This has got some kind of Thor hammer yeah, or gun you're, or... You're going to be able to force push people. Yeah, force push something. <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry. Um, you know what I mean. Yeah. Get with the, the, yeah, with the, the pulse. Yeah, the pulse thing, something. I'm hoping I got some kind of weapon. Uh, so a promised Avengers-themed uh, virtual reality experience is finally coming to the board, downtown Disney and Disneyland Resort. Avengers Damage Control, which begins October 18th. Oh. For a limited time, will let fans step into the MCU for the first time. Guests will help Shuri test her latest prototype, emergency response suits, ooh, which are a blend of Wakanda huh. 
and Stark Industries Technologies. Uh, during the test, evil forces, obviously, will intervene, and guests, of course, will find themselves fighting along Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, the Wasp, oh, I'm going to step on him, and <laughs> more. <laughs> Kevin Feige, president of Marvel Studios, says the new experience is, quote, we're always looking for new stories and corners of the universe for our characters to explore. Now, after more than a decade of amazing support, we are excited to give fans the same opportunity to be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Expanding how people can experience the MCU is something we're always trying to do, and in Avengers Damage Control, we wanted to give fans the chance to suit up alongside some of their favorite heroes for the first time in forever. And these are these are Faggy's words, quote unquote. <laughs> Come on, he he's used every Disney buzz line in, in forever. Yeah. Uh, the virtual reality experience includes real-world sets and physical effects like heat and wind, letting guests feel and touch the virtual world. The limited uh, run of Avengers Damage con Control is expected, expected to last only through November 21st. So that's only l like a little bit it's over a very month. Very limited, yeah. Yeah. Uh, tickets are already on sale. Go to the Void website, and they start at... Thirty nine ninety five. Yeah. So I you thought it was worth it when you did it? No, I didn't think it was very short for the thirty nine ninety five. I was would have liked to see it be a little bit longer. Uh -huh. um, but I did have a fun time. I had a problem. I had to keep you know looking at the ground because yeah. there were places that you were walking <laughs> in virtual. That am I really on something? I don't know. You know, yeah, it, you don't it's very fall. real. Yeah, I didn't want to fall. I was like, oh, wait, all right, so I'm on, I'm on some. And kind of doing that does take away from some of the virtual reality-ness. Uh, if you stay in the, the, the experience, I think it's probably better. But How hyper-real is this? Cause I still haven't. Yeah, very real. Okay. Oh, very real. Yeah, I mean, you look around, you can see up, down, left, right, everything is a virtual experience. Uh and you're wearing and you really the, get a good sense. You're wearing sense this of vest, and the thing. goggles mm -hmm. with headphones. Yeah, you you're you're in it. You're yeah. in it to win it. You feel like you were. And if you look at your hand, it's not your hand. You know, it's whatever character you are. That's awesome. You know, so you're like, uh oh, what the hell? What do I do now? Yeah, I'm like <laughs> you're like trying to scratch yourself with, you know, <laughs> a stormtrooper hand. You know, it it no, it's real. Very cool. Game on. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, the weapons aren't. Otherwise, Sarah and John would be dead. <laughs> <coughs> All right. Uh, we have a, a meetup scheduled for this weekend. It was dun, going dun, to dun. be. It was going to be on the Skyliner as a Skyliner crawl. We are not going on the Wheel of Death. The Wheel of Death. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> we are. Uh, we've called an audible. We're going to go to the new Enchanted Rose Lounge at the Grand Floridian. Meet us there at seven p.m. We'll have some cocktails and the safety of something that doesn't hang 60 feet above the earth. No evacuations needed. No evacuation needed. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, there's food. <laughs> there'll be drink. There'll be fun. Come meet us. Yada, yada. Let's just go there and do that. Uh, then on November 2nd uh, at 1 p.m., we are going to the boathouse. 
to have an intimate conversation with Derek Johnson, who's the creator of Candlelight Processional and the Voices of Liberty, and he's going to regale us with great stories of these two uh, productions that he's so uh, awesome. in charge of putting together. Then on December 7th at 7 p.m., we have a lot of sevens in this. Guess Lucky numbers. Lot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we're going to do our annual Christmas crawl. We are going to start at the Outer Rim at the uh, Contemporary Resort, head over to Polly, head over to Grand Flow, circle back, and maybe do it all again, assuming the, some of the bars are open. Uh, yeah, so come join us. Maybe we'll hit the wave on the second loop around. Maybe, who knows? <laughs> There's that other new poly bar Definitely. by the monorail. Get a drink, get on the monorail. I like that. Uh, so, yeah, come join us uh, December 7th at 7 p.m. That should be fun. So, Disney is launching a new website, and they're highlighting all all their Disney World plant face uh, plant-based food options. Ooh, nice. So Disney has launched a new website that highlights all the plant-based dining options currently available at Walt Disney World. For guests who are vegetarian, this could greatly simplify and streamline their time in the parks and resorts and help as they plan their Walt Disney World vacations. The website features plant-based options in Magic Kingdom, Disney's Animal Kingdom, Disney's Hollywood Studios and Epcot, as well as those at Walt Disney World Resorts uh, including Disney's Boardwalk, Disney Springs, Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park, and Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. Please note that while items on the site are plant-based, they are not vegan. Some, and Tony's going to have to explain that to me. <laughs> Dishes could ba- possibly be altered to be options for guests who are vegan. Check out the brand new website dedicated to plant-based dining at DisneyWorld.com slash plant-based. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's over 300 items that they created for this site. Well, not for the site, but for the parks. Yeah. So, uh, vegan is everything. Strictly everything. Yeah, no meat, no fish, no dairy, no no nothing. Uh, dirt and plant. <laughs> yes. Is, is it, you know. So, plant-based doesn't have to have everything be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is not gluten-free. There's a whole separate uh, site for uh, dietary restrictions. You know, like no egg, no peanut, no canola, no... You know, gluten, no, whatever. So there's a whole other site for that uh, that you go uh, check out. But yeah, this is, uh, it gives you some options. Some of the food looks good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if anybody watched uh, Shark Tank last night. Okay. Anybody? Nobody? No. Okay. So there was this couple on and serves the sharks uh, this fried chicken. They eat the fried chicken. Best thing ever. It tastes fantastic. It's the best fried chicken I've ever had. It's, it's not, not fried chicken. chicken, of course. It was a plant-based fried chicken. And they were like, what the hell? Wow. So I like the Impossible Burger. This is, you know, these people invaded, invented. Yeah, some thing. sort of chicken. So Mark Cuban and uh, I forgot the other guy, like Rohan or whatever, mm-hmm. he kind of special guests. Uh Offered the couple a million dollars for the company and then 10% in perpetuity. Wow. That's a lot. And they said no. They said, we think that we yeah, can make, more. yeah, 30 million, you know, next year, you know, taking your million and then waiting for the other 29 will take too long. Mm-hmm. So they walked away with no deal. I'm like, well, you're going to be regretting that, you know. So, 
we shall see. No, I mean Disney's very exemplary when it comes to all these yeah. uh, dietary needs in yeah. Disney World, and it definitely yeah. this is a shift where you're going to have a lot more plant-based products in the market. Yeah. What happens if I want a piece of meat? It's going to get really expensive. If I'm going to have to bring my own steak, it's going to get really expensive. <laughs> yep, it's going <laughs> uh, 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 to. Oh, wait, hold, hold. I poured a, a filet mignon. Can you have the chef cook this filet mignon for me? <laughs> what? Medium. Thanks. I'll be honest. I've seen people bringing their metal straws to the parks, and I know, but... I will not. Yeah, but here's the problem. I will not. I hate drinking through a paper straw. It is really bad. I will not. <laughs> You'll give me a plastic bag to put my stuff in, and here's the thing. Uh, that I found out. So, you know, like when uh, you want something sent back to your hotel, like your, your guest staying there, mm-hmm. uh, what do they typically... Have you ever done that? I'm sorry, when you send something to the resort? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So, typically, they you purchase it. They print out all those forms, you know, point it through the machine. They put that item in what? A plastic oh, bag. Staple, 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 staple. Yeah, the old way that they've done it since... Well, if you're going to use plastic bags for that, why not just give me one? Listen, I... Yeah, the hypocrisy's there, for sure. Don't get me started. <laughs> All right. The extra, extra magic is coming back. Uh, returns to the Magic Kingdom and Walt Disney World. So the early morning magic. Now, this is the thing you pay for. Not the free Not hour. The free. This is the thing you pay for. Early morning magic uh, at the Magic Kingdom is returning with new dates for 2019 and 2020. They understand that Christmas is coming and you're going to want to get your extra magic in. So beginning November 13th, guests can enjoy a limited time entry, only uh, early access to some of their favorite attractions throughout Fantasyland, and enjoy a deli- delicious breakfast at the same time. Some of the attractions returning are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, uh, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, Prince's Fairy Tale Hall, It's a Small World, Mad Tea Party, Under the Sea, uh, Journey with the Little Mermaid. I don't see Peter Pan on that list, which is a shame. Uh, the event also includes breakfast at. That's weird. Cosmic Rays on the menu are such items such as scrambled eggs, bacon. Uh, scrambled eggs, bacon, breakfast potato, uh, pancakes, assorted pastries, and more. Breakfast will be served from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. I would do all the attractions and then go have breakfast at 10 a.m. Yeah. You know. And Oh, yeah, sorry. I, I just got my breakfast. Um, and I would probably go directly to Seven <laughs> Dwarfs Mine Train first. And it's weird because last year they had this in uh, Pinocchio House, which Mm -hmm. was obviously closer Closer. to all these things than... Is there any renovation maybe happening? I don't know. Over uh, over there. Uh, Maybe maybe they're going to be doing a special breakfast over there. Uh, Disney Early Morning Magic requires a separate reservation and a separate fee. And it is $89 for adults and $79 for kids. A regular theme park commission is also required, but not included. So if you're going to stay past 10, you have to have a park ticket. Otherwise, you're going to be exiting. Uh, Admission is limited, so we recommend that you book uh, your reservation as soon as you know the dates you'll be attending. So... Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of dates in November and December and some in January. Have Have you done this? I have not, but I have heard people that say that 
If you need to get kids on some of those things, this is the best way to do it. Yeah, I've heard it's very like very empty. Yeah, basically. yeah, it's like bam, bam, bam. You can do them all and then go have breakfast. Yeah, and do them multiple times if you wanted to. So yeah, it does. Uh, uh, who is a uh, Len from the unofficial guy? Mm-hmm. Highly recommends this. That you know, it is a good time saver if you have kids that need to be on these five attractions or six attractions. Because uh, some of these are long waits. Oh, for sure. During the holidays. Or are impossible fi- fast passes to get. And I, and I definitely think you could be able to ride things multiple times if it's empty. Yeah. It's kind of like the, the after hours events. Mm-hmm. You know. You just Which is that you've done. For oh, sure. my gosh. Yeah. Yes. And you, and you yeah. definitely love. Yeah. All right. So, DVC is getting custom PhotoPass backdrops available for the holidays. This fall, Disney's PhotoPass Services is offering several unique backdrops exclusively for Disney Vacation Club members. Two holiday-themed backdrops, like the sample displayed above, are available for members looking to add some unique charm to their Walt Disney World photos. The backdrops are available by visiting the Disney PhotoPass Studio located in the Marketplace section of Disney Springs. Reservations are not required. Images can be purchased separately or added to a guest memory maker for digital access to all photos. Holiday cards and other printed products are also available. It's just incredible how much they do for PhotoPass. I know. And now they're getting rid of the rid of the people that are taking the PhotoPass and putting automated machines. I heard, and I still don't even believe it because I haven't even I have to read it. But I heard that that actually like that they're coming back for at least for Mickey in Magic in the, in in Magic Kingdom. If it has to come back anywhere, it, it definitely should be there because mm. that's the stupidest place to put one. I I am totally the head honcho. You're gonna. Put in with an automated machine? Come on. That makes no sense. I mean, we'd, uh, we'd have to get into a whole political argument here. Yeah. But, like, I definitely think that uh, companies have to think about removing employees because pretty soon we're going to have zero jobs. Yeah. <laughs> because automation is really going to take over a The robots. Lot. Yeah. The robots are coming. Skynet is here. <laughs> it really is. I mean, and it's, it's going to be an issue. Yeah. Because it's not just photography that computers can replace. Oh, gosh, yes. Lots of people can go. All right. Uh, talk about Disney Plus. They are coming out with a new show called Behind the Attraction, coming out on Disney Plus. It's a docu-series that will look into the history of Disney theme park attractions and destinations. I knew I'd seen this somewhere. Yay. <laughs> uh, according to a Variety magazine, that is, uh, Disney Plus has ordered 10 one-hour episodes of the docu-series titled Behind the Attractions. Okay. This could be very popular. Pirates Haunted, It's a Small World, Carousel of Progress. What else? You want all the classics. Yeah, well, that's what I would do if I was doing the show. See, I'm modern. I'm, I'm like Tower. Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain. Splash Mountain's for sure. At seven. What am I missing? 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. <laughs> it's all Magic Kingdom. <laughs> well, Disneyland, yeah, yeah, yeah. too. What else? Which was a Rocket to the Moon. Rocket to the Moon. <laughs> and something else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I mean, I would. you have to do the things that were in the World's Fair, obviously. Oh, yeah. And then you got to do all the, the e-ticket attractions, but you, I, I would think. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to do... Maybe 
uh, you'll do Mr. Toad or Peter Pan or something like that, but you're not going to do like Mickey's Phil Magic. No, no. <laughs> All right, so this series will take viewers uh, into the history of how popular Disney attractions and destinations came to be, uh, how they have uh, ever, uh, how they have changed over time, how fans continue to obsess over them, and that is the truth. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this show. Uh, the series will feature interviews with fans as well as Disney Imagineers and other people behind the scenes. Dwayne Johnson, uh, Danny Garcia. Uh, Hiram Garcia, Brian Jerowitz, uh, Kevin Hill, and uh, from Seven Bucks Production will executive produce along with Brian Volkweiss and Robin Henry and Cisco Henson from the Nacelle Company. All right. So how long before Dwayne Johnson is, gets uh, the Disney Legends Award? Oh, it'll be coming soon. <laughs> it'll be here. Uh, behind the attractions is the quintessential Disney Plus project, says uh, Dan Silverman, Vice President of Originals. Unscripted content for Disney Plus. Somebody there with a shiny new title. <laughs> uh, best in class storytellers collaborating along uh, uh, across multiple Disney units to mine and pull back the curtain of our rich Disney history. Dwayne and Danny, uh, Danny and Seven Bucks produ Productions have not only established themselves as some of the most accomplished and pro prolific producers. I mean, what did he produce? One movie? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> but have been a longtime valued members of the Walt Disney family. And Brian and Nacelle's track record, mindset, and uber geekdom make them the ideal partners for this project. It's going to be a series... A special series. So this reminds me of uh, Armchair Archivist, which was a podcast back in the day with uh, Josh. T uh, what was his name? Josh Tichetta, Uh which kind of gave us a peek behind things, and he would do the know, history. Some yeah, some stuff like that. So it's very popular. I see a lot of channels on YouTube about this. Yeah, I mean Armchair Archivisting mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I I mean I just saw a whole thing with Tony Baxter at the AMC theaters talking about all you know the things he's done and how he did them and why they did certain things and he pulled out stuff from his personal archives that have not been shared with Disney. Wow! And we were like, ah, well, ah. yeah, some pretty cool things that I was like, wow, dude, you may want to give that to a Disney company to hold on to. You know, so I think he's just giving it to his kids as a, you know. Yeah, here's a hand-me-down. Yeah, here's your inheritance. Yeah. <laughs> Go spend this on eBay. I think it's interesting because, like, I, I look at it also, I mean, I'm super excited for this. Mm. Sign me up. This is, more of this is what I want on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I wonder, like, obviously Disney+, Plus has to appeal not only to Disney fans, it has to appeal to a broad audience. Obviously, that's why you have the Marvel movies and all that. Right. But I'm wondering... You know how big the demographic is for this sort of series outside of the Disney Parks fans. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But that being said, like I said, if they can figure it out and this makes and a lot of people are going to be watching this stuff, I hope this content keeps getting created because, as me as a, as a Disney Parks fan, this is like what I what I want. Yep. For sure. Yep. So. Next we, on the list, we have Moonlight Magic being added to Disney's California Adventure in November. Disney Vacation Club isn't quite finished with its Moonlight Magic event in 2019. 
DVC has surprised members by announcing an additional Moonlight Magic evening at Disney's California Adventure on November 14th of this year. Moonlight mm-hmm. Magic is a complimentary members-only event providing exclusive access to one of, one of the Disney theme parks. Attendees will enjoy reduced wait times for the most theme park attractions along with unique characters, meets, a DJ dance party, and free snacks. The November event runs from 9 p.m. to midnight with park access beginning at 6 p.m. Admission is free for registered Disney Vacation Club members and their guests. Registration opens to all members on Tuesday, October 15th at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Owners must qualify for membership magic perks in order to register. Each owner may register for themselves and up to three guests. Hmm. The registration link will be posted to the event webpage. This is the second West Coast Moonlight Magic event of 2019, and DVC members previously enjoyed a private night at Disneyland Park on January 31st. Disney Vacation Club has not revealed if Moonlight Magic will return in 2020. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't think uh, West Coast has got as many, had as many Moonlight Magic as us East Coast people did. Definitely. Uh, obviously, we obviously we have more. They only have one. Of course, <laughs> we got one in every resort now. Yeah. So, I, I, I guess that differs gotta, a little bit. Yeah, they got to see how popular it's going to be over there. But them. I know here, it's definitely popular. they're gone in seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not on there at the time it opens up, you're out. Because uh, I've been in that queue and and have lost many times. <laughs> so, you didn't have your blaster. I did not. Like in, <laughs> in the void. There you go. Did not have my uh, DVC blaster. Uh, hey, forty percent savings are now offered on Riviera for cash reservations. So if you're not staying on points, and you have some money, you're willing to let go. Uh, Disney will take it uh, for a limited time. Uh, Disney Visa card holder, heart card. Bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> Disney Visa card holders can save up to forty percent. On a stay at the newest Disney Vacation Club property. So the question. Sans gondola. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, gondola not included. So uh, do you have to use your Disney Visa to to pay for the room? Or can. Because it says cash yeah, reservation. I, I believe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, this is valid most nights between December 16th and March 31st. So you don't want to go Christmas, but certainly after. Disney Visa card holders can book a room at the newest Walt Disney World Resort while saving up to 40% off the standard rates. Discount applies to all accommodations offered at Disney Riviera, subject to availability. Among its room types are the two-person tower uh, studio suite. So this is with the Murphy bed. Yep. Uh, the deluxe studio. That's the studio with the Trumbull bed. Then they have the one bedroom, the two bedroom, and then the three bedroom Grand Villa. Thank you for sending the money in the mail for that three yes. bedroom. <laughs> uh, the deadline for making the reservation for this offer is February 14th, 2020. Uh, to book, you can either contact Walt Disney World Reservations or I would tell you to book our friends at Destination to Travel to do that. A Disney uh, Visa card or Disney Reward card must be used for the deposit and the Disney Visa card member must be staying in the room. And it may not can be combined with any other offer. So you can't take the 35% off Florida resident and add it with your Disney Visa and get 75% off the room. That's not how Disney rolls. Not yet. <laughs> uh, 
I'll find the loophole. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, contact uh, Destination to Travel. Uh, go to Disney Parks Podcast forward slash uh, D to Travel and uh, fill out the form and they will hook you up. I will say I was pretty excited for the Riviera. In the, I, I don't like that the Riviera is connected to Caribbean Beach. I mm. don't think that meshes, but it is what it is. Mm. But I was excited after staying at Grandestino because I thought mm. Grandestino was very well mm. done. That tower is beautiful. Yeah. And I'm like, this is obviously they're opening back to back. So you, right. you figure same design teams, yep. things like that. So I was pretty excited for this. And especially after riding the gondolas. Now I'm a little bit less excited after mm. what happened because one of the cool things about the Riviera would be ride the gondola. And it will probably be open in mm. the fall. But um, ride the ride the gondola and you're there at Epcot in you yeah. know, just minutes. Yeah. Um, you can see, I think, the stu- uh, the tower, the tower studio and the deluxe studio. Uh, if you go over to Saratoga Springs to the uh, preview center. Oh, yeah, center, definitely. You can see, I think they have two of these rooms set up uh, already that you can take a preview. If you've got a hunkering to go see what these rooms look like. The tower suite uh, is really meant for a couple, two people. Because it's the Murphy bed. Oh, that studio, it's, yeah, it's tiny. It's tiny. It's small. It's a television it's and a potty and a bed. And that's it. Those are for your people that are going to be out on the go all day long and just need some place to, to uh, put on the Ben Gay and go to bed at night. And that's it. So, I And they'll be popular. I know they will. Yep. Yep. So, overnight Christmas rehearsals are taking place already at the Magic Kingdom. The most wonderful time of the year is coming, and the Magic Kingdom Park is starting to get ready for it. If you're staying at a hotel in the Magic Kingdom area this month, be aware that rehearsals for the Christmas parties are starting, so loud music, lights, and pyro might be heard and seen during select nights. The parade schedule is as follows. October 2nd, October 14th, October 30th, November 5th, and November 6th. The Castle Stage will have rehearsals on October 25th through November 1st, November 3rd through November 7th. And the Rocket uh, Rocket Tower Plaza stage will have rehearsals on October 16th, the 28th, October 30th, and the 31st. The rehearsals, of course, occur after the park closes. Mm -hmm. Uh, This tells me that they're going to have a new parade and new shows. That's what this tells me. If they have to rehearse something they've been doing for the last 50 years, then it's new. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> that's what this we've is. We've got a new stuff for the Halloween, Halloween. show, so mm-hmm. this is this likely follows. Yep, yep. So it'll be interesting. Uh, I think we're going the fifth, December fifth, which is Walt's birthday. Uh, and y- you should follow the Christmas Crane. Go to Twitter. The Christmas Crane. <laughs> we have a we have the Christmas handle, the Christmas Crane. Uh, you could go follow the many ventures of the Christmas Crane over at Twitter. That's awesome. <laughs> if you want to see him set up for the Christmas. They have the lights hung on the the castle already. Wow. Yeah. I was there the other day. I was like. That's still one of the coolest things they've ever done. Oh, lights are up already. You were having a hard time. Yeah. I was like. Something's a little off. Halloween's not even here yet. And you got the Christmas lights up. Good for you, Disney. Good for you. (laughs) Starting early. All right. This is the uh, thing that broke the internet uh, besides the Skyliner uh, last week. Uh, Disney decides to throw a complete monkey wrench into everybody's vacation just because they can. (laughs) All right. Let's start with the way it used to be. Okay. If you rented a scooter, a wheelchair, 
a stroller, uh, I'm not talking about groceries, but those three things, you would call up the company, dear Buena Vista Scooter, please, I'll be here these days to these days, here's my information, uh, drop off, and said scooter would be in Bell Services, and then when you arrived via Magical Bus, you could pick it up at Bell Services, the scooter or the wheelchair or the stroller, and then go on your merry way to your room. Mm-hmm. Now, most people do the stro- stroller and EVCs because they want them for other things outside of the park. They're going yeah. to water parks, they're what going you? dining, wh- whatever. Okay, you don't, they don't want to just get them while they're in the parks. They need them while they're outside the park. Well, Disney said no. That's not the way this is going to work anymore. They've now selected one and one only service provider. And they will be the only one that will be able to drop it off at Bell Services. All the other companies will have to meet the guest, physically give it to them, and then leave. Wow. And then when they're ready to drop it off, they will have to come back, physically meet the guest. They can't leave it with Bell Services. They have to give it to... That service provider, have them put it on the truck, and then get the hell off a of property. Now, let's read the real thing. Yeah. So, guests who use the stroller or mobility devices when uh, visiting Walt Disney World have a variety of options, including using your own personally owned stroller or mobility device. But now, renting through Scooterbug, the Disney featured provider, or renting from another third-party company. These are the rules. Scooterbug... <clears throat> a private mobility rental company in the Central Florida area is Disney's featured provider to offer stroller, ECVs, and wheelchair rentals at Walt Disney World Resorts, theme parks, Disney Springs, in addition to length of stay rentals for guests staying at Disney Resort hotels. When Disney Resort hotel guests choose to rent through Scooterbug, the guest does not need to be present when the equipment is delivered to the resort. Scooterbug will work with a Disney Resort cast member to manage the deliveries and the returns of rented strollers, ECVs, and wheelchairs. Pre-orders and deliveries of mobility rentals through Scooterbug to Disney Resort hotels are available by using scooterbug.com forward slash Orlando or by calling 800 726 8284. Now, somebody must have pissed off somebody because Buena Vista Scooter had a location at the boardwalk, and I think they were the featured featured. provider, but somebody did something. So now here's uh, how this changed. So, uh, what recently changed about the uh, featured provider program? Well, they recently modified the Disney featured provider program to enhance and simplify the vacation planning process. Uh, The program previously included several feature providers offering rental options to guests, but effective October 1st, Scooterbug, who is the current provider of rental strollers and mobility devices in all of the theme parks and Disney Springs, will also become the Disney feature provider to all the resort guests. So if you have reserved a mobility device for your upcoming trip to Walt Disney World with another company, what does that mean for your existing reservation? Disney Resort Hotel cast members will continue to manage equipment deliveries and return for reservations made on or before 
September 30th with the following vendors. Apple scooter, best price scooters, uh, a best price scooters and strollers, a Buena Vista scooter rentals, uh, Kingdom strollers, Magic strollers, and Orlando stroller rentals. Uh, please contact those vendors directly with any additional questions. And I think it's Orlando Stroller is now offering you can pick it up at the Orlando Airport, your stroller, and then drop it off there. Or you can pick it up at their store at the Crossing, which is the shopping center where yeah, Goodings is. Pick it up there and drop it off there uh, if you don't want to do the meet and greet. So they're giving another option. So will vendors still be available to deliver my pre-ordered stroller ECV or wheelchair rental and arrange for delivery at Disney World hotels in the future? Yes, but guests who rent from the scooter bug people do not need to be present for the uh, delivery. Everybody else, you will have to arrange for a physical meet and greet with that rental company yeah. whatever they have I can only imagine how happy they are yeah now if you have your own device that you're bringing yeah, stroller or you're fine. none of this applies to you yeah so maybe people are going to start buying more disposable strollers at Walmart <laughs> Walmart you know uh, because that's what a lot of people do they buy the what is it now fourteen ninety nine umbrella stroller and they literally leave it anywhere in the I, park I, yeah I've seen the, yeah I've seen them <laughs> left all over the place yeah so um I would just tell you this. If you do have a reservation for an upcoming trip, I would definitely call the provider or email them or whatever, uh, you know, smoke signal, and find out what the their their new changes are. And I do have uh, uh, friends that uh, do owner's locker. Owner's locker, I think, is an exception to this. And uh, right now, the grocery people, Garden Grocer, is still exception that, or other uh, grocery delivery are exceptions to these uh, rules right now. Th that's up for grabs. That all bets are off now because they may say, "Listen, we're only going to pick one yeah, of you." We're going to pick one. Yeah, and you're you're it or you're not it. You know, so we'll see what happens. Thank you, Disney, for. It's kind of nuts. It, it's it. It is. I. I thought somebody Buena Vista had had to do something to piss them off that they made this this decision because they were the provider and now they're not. So something happened. Yep, probably. Maybe they lost one of those lawsuits. All those EVC uh, lawsuits. There is a. Oh, there was a bunch of them. There was about seventeen of them stacked up in the Orange County court. Oh, see, I always talk about that. There has to be because, like, oh, there is. There is. There were seventeen of them stopped uh, stacked up in the Orange County court system. This is just my anecdote <laughs> here, but yeah, I go to Universal. Mm. You don't see as many scooters because it's a lot of younger people. Yeah. Um. You see it a lot at Disney, and it's getting terrifying because, like, mm -hmm. it's not the same crowds that you used to have five, ten years ago. So it's really busy. Yeah, there's a lot of scooters. Yeah, and a lot of strollers. I mean, and yeah, if you look like by, uh, it's a small world. And that's the thing you have there's all, less people, you have, more strollers. Then I'm like, where the hell are all these people? That's the problem that you have these. Some areas in Disney are wide open. It's fine, mm -hmm. but then there's these choke points where you're like yeah. trying to fit everybody through the small space. Yes, it's. Yeah, it's getting a little bad. Yep. So, Festival Halloween returns to Disneyland Paris for 2019. And I was joking with Tony that they actually use the, the holiday names over there. Mm -hmm. The Halloween season returns to Disneyland Paris with a new show and the addition of a classic Disney villain for 2019. 
From September 28th to November 3rd, guests will be able to enjoy the park transformed into a family-friendly night of villains and more. Phantom Manor, the iconic attraction of Disneyland Paris, has reopened after the most important rehabilitation in its history. It's very popular, uh, the changes that they made over there. Yep. And offers visitors a lot of surprises and a mysterious and fascinating journey, where ghosts and spirits wait for them at every turn. Thrill-seekers will be able to rediscover the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror in a new version full of breathtaking twists and turns. The Castle Theater stage will host a new Disney villain show as Ursula the Evil Witch of the Seas joins them for the first time. Meanwhile, Mickey and Minnie will bring a mischievous spirit to Disneyland Park with the Halloween Parade, Mickey's Halloween Celebration. Throughout the park, there will be photo ops with Disney characters in their finest Halloween garb, like Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, Stitch, and more. Plus, don't miss photos with rare Disney villains, especially Maleficent, who will take possession of the Sleeping Beauty Castle Court. <laughs> All this Halloween fun is included with your regular park admission. There will also be a two special event Halloween parties on October 26th and the 31st that until 2 a.m. you'll be able to enjoy special shows and even more Disney villain photo ops, along with favorite rides like Phantom Manor, Big Thunder Mountain, and Star Tours. Nice. They get some of the uh, cool stuff over there. Definitely. You know? All right, Raph, you ready for uh, some headline news? Let's do it. And now, the headline news. (laughs) (laughs) So classic. (laughs) All right. uh, First up, uh, Disney Conservation Fund gave $6 million in straws. I mean, uh, grants. Uh, to support wildlife uh, and the environment. Silent clap? Silent. <laughs> Good tax write off, Disney. Yep. Uh, Hong Kong Disneyland experiences delayed opening to, uh, due to uh, the protests that are going on over there. Uh, yeah, that's pretty serious <coughs> over there. Is it? I w- haven't been paying oh, attention to what's been going on. They, sadly. So the riots have. I shouldn't say riots. <laughs> the protests. Protests. Have, have happened, uh, mm-hmm. but some of them have turned into riots. Right. Um, they've taken over the airport over there. Oh, really? So if you're trying to go into Hong Kong Disneyland, you're going to have a hard time. Oh, wow. So I, I've seen footage of Hong Kong Disneyland where it's... Can can I fly to Japan and then walk over? <laughs> <laughs> no, no? That doesn't work? So it's, bridge. It's, pr- <laughs> it's pretty quiet in, in the park right wow. now. Wow. Yep. That's good. If you're a pass holder, that's great. Uh... <laughs> The Epcot location uh, for annual passholders to pick up their beautiful magnets and coasters has now moved to Mouse Gears and Mouse Gears only. Do not go that's hunting that's for everything's it. under construction. Yeah, because the rest of the park has a wall around it. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger confirmed that Tom Holland uh, saved Spider-Man deal. Uh, he said this on Jimmy Kimmel uh, that uh, Tom called him up and said, "Hey, what are you doing? Come on, I love you three thousand. Come yeah. on." Yeah, come save, save Spider-Man, please. I need a job. <laughs> uh, Marvel Studios, uh, <laughs> this is pretty crazy. You can buy the complete Infinity Saga is now available for, for the pre-order. For low, low price. Yeah, for the low price of $549.99. And you know some some geeks were out oh, there. Oh, not like, some. Yeah, yeah. There will be yeah, plenty yeah, of yeah, these yeah, sold. Yeah. Amazon's going to make a killing this Christmas. 
a killing. Wow. Would you buy five hundred and forty nine dollars worth of DVDs? No. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Um, no. Digitally, yes, because then I know we'd have them forever. Well, I hopefully. mean, this is gonna come with a digital. You would, uh, you would assume, for five hundred and fifty dollars. Hell, it better come with uh, Tom Holland acting out Spider-Man in my living room. Or Iron Man acting out in my living room. I mean, you can get Disney Plus and... <laughs> I mean, how many years of Disney Plus is $550? Yeah, yeah. You can, get, yeah. Yeah, the, you can all, get them all on Disney Plus. What yeah. the hell do you need that for? That's that's my big problem. But, but obviously, there's going to be people that want this. Oh, there's going to be lots of people. Yeah. Uh, Kona has changed their menu for what? I think the third time this in the past two years. They're on like true, menu yeah. three. Yeah. Complete menu change again. I mean, some things have stayed, but a lot of things have not. Uh, and I think it's all due to this new chef that's over there. I feel he's itching to change Ohana, but he can't do it. Oh. So he's just picking on oh. the other <laughs> restaurant he has his grips on, and that's Kona. So... Unfortunately, I think Kona's taking the brunt of all the changes he can't. because he can't do anything over there. That's interesting. I, that's my feeling. And uh, there have been some changes at Captain Cook's, too. You know, he can change that willy-nilly. Well, that falls under Scott Hummel more than it does the, the chef. But anyway, that's my opinion, my opinion only. I did not share that with the Disney company. <laughs> uh, this is crazy. They're planning a—this is a rumor, speculation— they're planning a Moana sequel. You're welcome. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> He's talking about a sequel to the Epcot water yeah. attraction. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, I have mixed feelings of the first one. I like it. I don't. I like the some of the songs in it. Will they ask Lynn Manuel to come back? I don't know. Did I like Dwayne Rock uh, singing? Yes, I did like You're Welcome. It's one of my favorite songs on the soundtrack. <laughs> it's in my playlist that I listen to all the time, so I don't know. It's it's definitely popular with young young girls. It's like, uh, okay. oh, my family likes it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, we had, um, I was in the studio Friday afternoon mm-hmm. uh, doing another VIP tour. Uh, that's for another time. Uh but they had uh, over by the studio, uh, by the Tower of Terror, the, you know, there's the gates. Mm-hmm. Well, they had that uh, one gate open, and they had a Moana character there. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is Moana doing by the Tower of Terror? Yeah. That's very off-putting for me. <laughs> and when I asked her, she's like, what are you, you know, she was playing it off. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm like, what are you doing by the Tower of Terror? This is not a place for you to be, <laughs> you know. Uh, but this has also happened a few times now in Epcot by the World Showplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll pop open the gate and you'll find some crazy characters there. Mm-hmm. Now, m- my take on it is this. There's like two reasons. There's never a photo pass person. Uh, this is a take your own picture uh, experience. It's either there's new character peoples. You know, the character handlers mm-hmm. that are learning to ha- how to do this and they want to do it in a smaller thing rather Might than... Might be that. Like fairy tale. Yeah, it could be you that. Know. Or the character is new to being this character. So they're testing them in a So spot. they're testing that person and it's not in a big 
thing. I think both of those are reasonable because I've heard of similar yeah. things like yeah. that. Or, or they're just testing these characters to see if people respond or want to see them, too. That could be the third reason. But I think the first two were probably my better guesses. I like yeah. them, Tony. Totally because when I asked, I did not get a good response from any of the cast members. I'm like, why are you doing this by... Why are these three characters here? And like Epcot... Uh, because they had some time to come out and play. What? No. Come on. Human to human. What, what's the real answer? <laughs> <laughs> and I asked again on Friday. I, was, I got some... I don't know, some stupid answer. I was like, yeah, whatever. You're not going to give me the good answer. So never mind. <laughs> I'm leaving. I got no more time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, hey, don't forget to go visit uh, our good friend Raphael at demouse.com. You're also in uh, Apple News, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you don't use Apple News, I'm in there. Disney by the numbers. Uh, Demouse is in there. We should probably put the uh, Disney Parks podcast. I wonder if you can. Well, we're in the podcast thing. That's probably enough places for us to take. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all around the world. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to visit us on social, on Facebook, YouTube, and Insta at uh, Disney Parks podcast and then on the tweeters uh, we are at disney podcaster uh, and then if you want to go visit us at disney parks podcast dot com that's where we live on the internet La. that's our zen uh, you can go get the podcast there go get the rss feed there go get the blog go uh sign up uh for disney uh, uh destinations to travel all that is over there uh, you can email us at DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, you know, your next trip is coming up, you want some cool tips, you know, drop us a line. And then give us a call if you want, 407-413-9010. And as we like to say around here, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. All right. Say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye.